a lot of people will recognize me and they'll be like, oh, bro, bro, you're the fucking funny cunt, bro. I'll fucking bash you, right? <laughs> <laughs> like Neil, Superwog, and like my Johnny, you guys were like the Avengers for ethnic kids here in Australia. <laughs> like we looked up to you guys so much. Someone will say the classic, give me fucking money, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Critical Banter, where we take the best bits from your favorite late night shows and package them into a podcast. Today, boys, very, I always say it, but it is a very, very special episode, mm. just like you, mate. <laughs> Today, we are having the podcast sensation, YouTube sensation, comedian, and our childhood heroes, Neil Kolhatka on the episode, Unreal episode. Mm. And for today, as per usual, we will be reaching around him in so many different ways. And we'll also be playing the fan favorite, TikTok favorite podcast goat segment. What is the question? But before that, to wrap up the week, we have me, Miguel, we have Senthurin. Hello. And Rohit John Ninan. G'day, I g'day. I he's, gave him the gubby. gubby. Everyone's yeah. gubbies are going to be revealed. Being revealed. All right. Miguel Lorenzo Cardenas. Apricio, Apricio Cardenas. Cardenas. That's right. Double barreled middle name. Can you believe? <laughs> it must be so nice. Uh, i got a quick update, actually. So Manny, a couple of weeks ago, said that he was um, starting his DJ career. We, uh, he wanted to perform at the festival at the New Year's Eve festival. New Year's Eve in the yeah, park, I believe. Whatever it it's called, right? Yeah. That's in a couple months from now. Check a couple <laughs> months. <laughs> at the end of the year. When can you use a couple of months? Because like- A couple festival, means two. No. You can push yes. it to three. I don't think you can. Because like, well, because technically- What's a, a couple? Couple is two. Few is three technically, but don't, people few don't use few as three. Because it's a weird thing to say a few months from now. You no. can say a few weeks No, but people now. say a few weeks, but they don't always mean three. Well, I when I say uh, I'll, we'll we'll record this in a couple of weeks, I'm I'm anywhere between two and like ten. <laughs> That's stupidity. <laughs> it should be two, but I can stretch it to three. three. Yeah. yeah, maybe four. So so okay, let's say we go three. Three onwards is what? A few weeks. Uh, three to five. Few. Few. Yeah. yeah. Four onwards. You have to use a bigger word. You have to. Yeah. What you is the other word? That, that, no, that <laughs> seems distant. Because if couple and few don't seem distant. Okay. All right. Well, let me rephrase that then. Manny wants to perform New Year's Eve at the park nine months from now. Thank you. But, a whole pregnancy away. But to get to New Year's Eve at the park, right, you need to have gigs. Yeah. You can't just go you can't just from DJ in your day. backyard <laughs> to heading out to a festival to DJ. I've seen the backyard DJs on TikTok. They're kind of good. Maybe, but I don't think- Even the park would luck, be lucky to have some of those TikTok DJs. They would, but I'm saying, but I'm, I'm, I assume they also do gigs. Like they're not just on TikTok. <laughs> uh, like maybe you're right. Making beats, right? I've got a gig for you. Oh, here we go. So my brother is turning 21 on March the ni- on ni- 19th. Birthday party, March 18th. He's asked, you know what? If Mix wants to DJ, he can DJ. So you've got- A couple of weeks, two, three weeks. Yeah, three weeks to- uh, to get your affairs fares in order and uh, get on the decks for someone's 21st. That's your first gig thoughts. You get paid? Is this paid or is this, you get paid in exposure? <laughs> the love, of the, love of the sport, man. <laughs> I can't You're ask- You're a purist. I can't ask get paid and fuck up the whole party. That's fair. <laughs> Could be on. I'll need to get the decks out of the box again. Mm. <laughs> as they've been packed away because I've used this space. We what, will see. What's the vibe for a 21st? What kind of music would you be playing? You know, you're not playing 
Old Town Road or no, I, I back Cotton Eye Joe. Ray's brother. He's, <laughs> Ray's <laughs> brother seems more in touch with you know common man music. Well, my brother produces music, so is that, is that, that, that pressure that's then? pressure there because exactly. he knows. Music, no, but he doesn't right? care. He's like he's like yeah, Mix can DJ if he wants. Like, it'll be fine. Did he actually say that? Yeah, dude. I'm not making this up. I literally told him I'm like Mix is DJing. Um, and he's like, oh, does he want to DJ at my party? I'm like, he hasn't done any DJ. That was before. his logical jump. He's like, you're like, Migs can DJ. He's like, oh, does he want to do my party? Yeah. Cause like he's- telling me started two weeks ago. Yeah, I did. And he's like, oh, that's fine. It'll be fine. Like he needs to practice. So he can DJ at the party. Uh, does it- does Rahit's he, brother is a better man I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> is, is he going to provide like speakers and stuff or does Yeah, it, yeah. It's a, the, the party's going to be- a venue. So it's just plug and play then. You just rock up. The venue in Rouse Hill, one of the pubs that we often oh, go yeah. to. So yeah. he's having it there. And, I'm uh, sure speakers prov- provided by the venue. Yeah, mm. but I have to bring laptop, the decks. decks. Yeah, but then that's what I was saying. Like pre-mix the songs. No, that's what I'm. Now that I've thought about it mm. in these past few minutes from just hearing about it. Yeah, <laughs> I would th- thought I'll create. You create a premix as a backup. Dude, premix it. But, like that's a just backup. Mine, if right. I start fucking up, play on <laughs> some three-hour mix I already have. <laughs> Big booty mix volume seventeen. Exactly. That's all the track. <laughs> no, I'll. Play the part, mm. some disc scratches every <laughs> now and again. Yeah. But it's a pre-mix. But also, it'd be a great opportunity to try some live mixes. Well, what you can do is you can do a two two hour pre-mix and then 30 minute live free balling and <laughs> yeah. just seeing what happens. See if anyone you notices. Quality low. drops off yeah. immediately. Could be on. I will say, could be on. Give it a go. Well, you, you guys went to my brother's 18th party. You were famously there. Gate crashed. Gate crashed. <laughs> uh, actually, the DJ on that occasion didn't show up. So my brother had booked a DJ. What? Didn't show up. And so we had to call one of our friends who does DJ. Yeah, I feel like I remember this. Someone just did it. Yeah, I remember there he, was a DJ there. Yeah, but he wasn't the original oh. like guy. The guy just didn't show up. So we called one of our blokes um, <laughs> who does DJing, who actually DJed at New Year's Eve at the park, funnily enough. So that's the career trajectory. Yeah. <laughs> you do a nine and party and then you do New Year's Eve in the park a few while one later. Year, one year later. Exactly. Yeah. Formula to success. I think I'll have no, to take you have it to up. Take up. This I then. think I have to. Um, Agreed. So that offer is there if you'd like to take it. Uh, have we have we thought of a DJ name yet? I'm yet to think of a DJ name. That's I've got no updates on that. I have no DJ name. That's right. We'll, we'll think of one before the party. The party, yeah. And so you can come as well. Why not? You can be security. Like I'll be a bouncer. Actually, for my brother's 18th party, we were there and watched the guy pull a knife on another guy. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> I wasn't some, sure if you're going to tell that story. Some guy decided to do like caps at an 18th birthday at a house party where no one else was doing caps. Yeah, literally no (laughs) drugs. No other drugs were being consumed. Just with alcohol, that's it. Yeah, to pop a pill and then just started getting very aggressive. And then like one of the guys that we know who was invited like as a guest, but also took it upon himself to be security. Which I respect yeah. highly. H- had a knife in his back pocket <laughs> and he pulled it. He's just like, go home, mate. Just go home. <laughs> you can either keep gurning here yeah. <laughs> or you get the knife. You know what I think is actually an interesting timeline. So that 18th, right? Mm. And now it's the 21st. I think that 18th party, we came from the gym set. Yeah. And I think that was the last time. Probably. Around that era. And then now recently you've signed Picked up for the up. gym again. So every <laughs> milestone, milestone of yeah. Rhodes brother, I get back at the gym. Back at the gym. Just for this, that's why I'm, I'm doing security at the gym. That's why I have to get swole before that. Oh, dude. It's unreal actually. It's blown my mind. So 21st is like a big, pretty big milestone. Is 25 a milestone? Cause I'm saying 25. Nah, not for me. Just, I mean, I. If you want to do something, go ahead. But it's not a big, it's not a whole hurrah. You can I have a birthday party, but it's just like another birthday. I think party. the next one's thirty. The dirty thirty is what they call it. That's You've a long way away. Life, <laughs> Nine, I, no, that's 
Also, oh, just just going just going off this one more. Mm. Your girlfriend mm. for her twenty fifth party wants to do a sweet sixteenth yeah, themed party. Feel, Did she actually say yes? That? Yes, and with full seriousness. <laughs> I feel oh, like this wow. is I'm, that's entering Gilfy Sigurdsson yeah. territory. <laughs> this feels illegal. <laughs> I say dress up how you would have when you were sixteen, Bruh. I don't want to touch. I still got my year nine uniform. I'll put it on or year ten uniform. Schoolboy out, school yeah. outfit. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm gonna have to yeah veto that idea. That rubs me the wrong way in so many ways. <laughs> Did you have a Sweet 16 party when you were 16, not when you were 24? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Maybe no, boys are at the house, but nothing, yeah. nothing major. Yeah, I'm thinking of actually having a party for my 25th because I haven't had a party is for this a long fundraising time. again. Or yeah, no, 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 where, where are you going now? Is this <laughs> for you or for the people? <laughs> You'll tell that story, so it actually makes sense in context. Well, yeah, for Rose 21st, he was going on exchange, so we thought. You know, I'm going on exchange in June. My birthday's in May. Mm. I need funds to go overseas. So the man has never thrown a party in his life. Threw a massive lavish 21st, <laughs> but only invited his friends, his family friends and like his cousins and not the boys because he knew he would get no money from the no boys. Money, yeah. And so obviously he was right because all his family friends and cousins gave him hundreds Should and thousands do. of dollars. Invitation in bold and underlined. Box, no, box no box I don't gifts. think I had that. I think you it was did. just a given. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, you said it because no one came with a box gift. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I didn't like- Except for us. We absolutely came with the box gift because you weren't going to get- <laughs> yeah, Whenever you ask for your birthday, we do the opposite. You know, no box gifts, box gifts. No surprises, three surprises. Anyways, 25th, I'm not going anywhere. This is just, I actually have not had a party, a consensual party. 24 was a nightmare. <laughs> you guys threw me a surprise party, which I didn't want. So I actually, maybe I'll throw myself a party that I do want. It's on record, right? You're saying big words. We'll say it. But you're I not only going to let the people you might invite down, you're going to let the listeners down if you don't have this party. No, I'm excited. I'm keen to have a party, but what does that even That's look like? That's what you like? said for your 21st. No, I've never- I've You said rager. That came out of your mouth. Did it? I don't remember this to be I honest. In the planning stage, you're like, oh, dude, could be good to have a rager, blah, blah, blah. And no, before you know it- Never happened. In uh, it was at a church. It was, it was the exact <laughs> opposite of a rager. <laughs> it was at a church. Uh, 25th will not be at a church. Well, then maybe it could be good to go back there and just run it back one more time. If we're allowed to bring alcohol, I'm in. Yeah, you'll be allowed to bring Oh, alcohol. okay, then yeah. I'm in. That's fine. Okay, on record, 25th, we'll see how it goes. All right, quick update as well, boys. Two weeks ago, we spoke about how, well, Manny, for you at least, we spoke, me and Rose spoke about how we match fixed our social Tuesday night Oztag game. Mm. I still can't believe you've proudly said this with your chest. <laughs> Look. I'm not proud of what we've done, but I still think it was very impressive that we did it. Mm. And it's even more impressive now. The update was it worked. So we matched fixed to make sure. So going into the last round, the team that we wanted to stay fourth, remember we lost to them. They were still fourth. The team that was coming fifth um, was fifth as well. Going into the last round, we're like, okay, you know, it's up to them now. It's if they, hands, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's in Allah's hands. So if they win, they stay fourth. So it's in them. Come Tuesday, it was bucketing down, you know? <laughs> wow. You know, the, the Lord had answered our prayers. The rain gods. <laughs> the heavens opened up and, you know, hundreds of mils of rain came down and the rain, the games were called off. And then we got the text message. They weren't going to replay the last round. We we're going straight to semi. So boys going into this week, we're playing the team that we wanted. And it could either blow up in our face where they actually beat us on merit or, you know, the plan has worked out nicely and we beat them and we go into the final. So stay tuned stay for that. Stay tuned for that one. Alrighty, boys, very special guest on today. Um, we start off with numbers as we are defined by our numbers as usual. 33.5 million likes and 1.2 million followers on TikTok, 625,000 YouTube subs, 577,000 Facebook followers. 
134 Instagram followers, three alter egos in brackets, Weldon Chow, Cogdog and Charles D. Welcome back to the podcast or welcome to the podcast for the very first time, I should say, Neil Cole Hatkar. Thank you. And uh, zero friends in person. So, yeah. <laughs> with a few of those numbers. Thanks for having me, boys. No, no, our pleasure, mate. We, we start off this question with every guest, right? What is your rarest moment? Uh, well, I bought, I got really high the other night and I bought uh, <laughs> eight crystal necklaces. Uh, and like all the promo was just, it was tailored to white women. Yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason, I just, I just bought them and they actually look mad and everyone's been telling me they look good. And I think I'm going to start a new kind of fashion stays, uh, the brown guy culturally appropriating white girl culture. <laughs> the reversal. Yeah, already got the, the pink uh, the pink going on here. Um, and maybe I'll bring the crystals out later. Uh, <laughs> depending on when the, 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 yeah, Venus is in fucking power rate or whatever. But I've got to be honest, uh, recently that would probably have been my uh, rarest moment. That's fair. It would be a pretty quick turnaround time. Got high yesterday, bought the crystals, yeah, next day delivery. That's yeah, good service from this, this crystal company. <laughs> it was pretty good, yeah. I, I kind of manifested that delivery. You love to see it. All right. That, <laughs> I love, that's, that is interesting. That's probably the most recent. People have to like think back years yeah, and years exactly. to, to when they got to think their rarest moment. So it's good that you got like a constant flow every every couple of weeks, which is nice. Yeah, I keep it, uh, keep it updated. Always do something out of character every couple of weeks. Um, well, look, we, like, we first saw you like on YouTube ages ago, but how did you kind of get into comedy? So I did a lot of acting and, and drama when I was not even in high school. When I was a kid, I did uh, I did my school play in year six and I actually auditioned as a joke. Mm. And well, to be honest, I was trying to impress a girl really, but uh, <laughs> I don't, I didn't impress her at all, but I really enjoyed the play. And then in high school, I started doing, classes outside of school and and I realized I I had a knack for impressions and um, I just uh, I could sort of compare cultures really well and a lot of my acting was comedic I love people like Chris Lilly, Sasha Baron Cohen these sorts of uh, strong character actors so uh, then I transitioned into improvisation and then I tried stand-up when I was 15 Mm. and I wasn't bad at that and I thought this is something I wanted to pursue after high school and it all kicked off for me really quickly. I, I went viral uh, when I was 19 and I, I actually just dropped out of uni and, and just pursued stand-up full-time from then. So that was my uh, journey to becoming a full-time stand-up. Beautiful. Well, like Australia's, Australian Two Minutes is the one, was that the one that went viral? That's how we first saw you? Yeah, that was the, the first one that went viral. There were a few uh, Cog Dog videos and Weldon Chow videos as, as you guys are very, uh, I'm very proud that you, you mentioned those characters. At the start of <laughs> They'll live in our hearts forever. Cog Dog especially. Yeah. Oh, and Weldon Chow. I love that. I, I wish I could bring him back, but he's just such a niche character. Yeah. Like only is certain areas of Sydney would get it because- Every other time, uh, all these people from from the rest of Australia are like, oh, that's not an Asian accent. That's yeah. terrible, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, uh, it's, it's very accurate. Punky. Sure. Uh, yeah, exactly. 
um, growing up in Hersey. That's uh, that's how that's how it was. Well, did you did you think the video was going to blow up like it did? No, I had no idea. Uh, I, I hoped that it would, but I didn't yeah. think that it would. So uh, <laughs> that was insane. That one got uh, a million views in a week, and Jeez. I didn't leave my house for a couple of days. And as soon as I did, I was at the train station. People were looking at me and. Um, everyone was recognizing me out in the city and, and it was just, it was bizarre. It was so strange, but awesome at the same time, because then from there I was able to pursue this full time and in any creative field, if you can do it full time, you're living the dream. So Mm. very, uh, amazing that it did go viral. Yeah, for sure. Do people still quote the video? to you now or is it is it died off a bit they quote other things yeah not as much as they did but every couple of weeks or months uh someone will say the classic giddish fucking money can (laughs) (laughs) and because all those the quotes from that that video actually sound like people trying to fight you (laughs) (laughs) i can't tell if they just actually want my money or they're uh, quoting my video. And I, I dead set, I nearly got in a fight with a guy a couple of years ago because a guy, because what happens, right, is uh, a lot of people will recognize me and they'll be like, oh, bro, bro, you're the fucking funny car, bro. I'll fucking bash you, right? <laughs> <laughs> and this guy actually was, he kept looking at me and then he's like, um, I was like, hey, bro, you, uh, and then he's like, hey, you fucking good, bro? And I was like, I thought he was <laughs> like taking the piss and recognizing me. And like a fucking idiot, I go back to them, hey, you fucking good, bro? <laughs> whatever he was holding, he comes up to me, who fucking say that to my face again, you fucking dog. Cut. Jesus in Christ. In my mind, I'm like, oh, wow, he's really taking this uh, character pretty far. But I still wasn't sure. And then eventually I kind of walked away. He was just yelling at me. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, that guy actually wanted to fight me. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's, a, it, it's a funny one. I have to kind of assess, is this guy actually quoting a line at me or <laughs> trying to bash me? So it's a, it's an interesting life there. Yeah. Well, I suppose that's why the boxing started, is it? Because, uh, you know, <laughs> snap fitness, getting on the bags a bit. Yeah. Got to gotta just uh, look kind of scary. And, and, you know, like I try to pick up one. Uh, if I pick up like a, a really feminine hobby, I pick up a really masculine hobby with mm. it. So like, you know, buy the crystals, but also get an eyebrow slit. Yeah, <laughs> start gardening, also start boxing. So, you know, you balance it out. That's, that's, it. that's how it works. Well, like being ethnic, right? We like dropping out of uni was just such a foreign concept to us. How did your parents take it when you said you when you broke the news to them? They were actually really nice about it. Uh, my mum still subtly for a couple of years was always saying, "Oh, look, you know, you could, you could maybe do it part time. You could maybe <laughs> still do a nice degree to give me a bit of that ethnic mum security." But mm. no, my parents actually uh, they had very strict Indian parents themselves, and they said. Right, we're not going to do that to our kids. So I'm actually, I'm very thankful for that. They let me do extracurricular drama classes, and you know, I would miss a week of school doing state drama in Year Twelve, which you know, like I'd get bullied for it doing state <laughs> drama, but like it, it, it panned out in the end. Um, so no, they weren't. They they definitely, uh, you know, were very strict about studying and doing well at school, but uh, compared to, I think, some other ethnic parents, they were definitely on the more mellow side. So I'm very, very thankful for that, actually. No, fair enough. Well, you do a weekly comedy show, Neil, Dan and Friends. We've seen the show. 
Um, but how do you keep the like the I suppose the content fresh for repeat audiences? Uh, so we we have different acts every week. So uh, the guest spots are obviously going to be very different, and then we do a lot of improv in the show. As you guys know, the second half is entirely improvised, so that's going to be completely different every week. Mm. And we try to have a pretty uh, strong turnover of material, so I try to come up with a new five minutes every month or so. Um, so, you know, we definitely, uh, don't keep it stale, don't keep it the same show, but then things that work, we'll, we'll keep and maintain those. So, uh, yeah, mainly the different acts and the improv is what keeps yeah. it exciting and, and fresh each week. Well, like one of the games that you do, well, when we saw was the, um, was you get like, it's an improv, you get someone's Instagram captions and then you kind of mm. go through that. But like, have you ever had a situation where it's just dud Instagram captions, like, <laughs> or, or they've got like five photos and. Not it's like a rest in peace. Yeah. My friend. <laughs> rest in peace, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get Yeah, well, sometimes we get like very political or personal things on mm. their Instagram. And uh what we'll do is like maybe take little bits of it or uh we've gotten to the point where if it is like RIP to pets, we'll just say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. R.I.P. to the best dog that ever lived. Yeah. And I'm trying to involve that in this scene. But um, sometimes we get like we get people will send in their business Instagrams and it's just horrendous. So it's like a, get 40% off this <laughs> seminar. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is, hor- this is horrific. But we find um, uh, like Gen Z girls' Instagrams are the best. Mm. They're the best for that game because they've got like very sarcastic kind of captions and – yeah, we find that works like really well. Actually, one thing we find pretty interesting, right, is like on the Instagram stories, you ask for like opinions from different political perspectives and you get quite like a, a wide, vera- uh, va- what's it called? wide array mm. of, um, of responses. But have there, any, have there been any responses that were, I suppose, too red hot to post? Just too extreme. Mm. Oh, I like to keep that very open. So I like to keep that as a sort of platform for just pure free speech. Like anyone can say whatever they want. One or two I have decided against posting because, yeah, they were just so out of the realm of, like, morality where (laughs) I just didn't know if this – I can't even say that on this podcast, man. It was just – it was like a borderline – genocidal. (laughs) Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah, look, uh, I can't – I like to think it was like a teenage boy kind of taking the piss, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't sure, so I just refrained from posting that. But no, 99% of them, I just I post because I think. Well, we, what I'm trying to do with those is there's a lot of uh, blowback that often occurs when people have an opinion on with within comment sections. So I thought, look, here's just an outlet for, you know, whoever you are. No one will know who you are, but here's an opinion that someone may have, and uh, there's a lot of people who are afraid and, and sort of reticent to express themselves particularly online, and I don't like that culture. I think uh, we need to be more open with what people are saying, and I, I'm trying to do that with those anonymous stories and also sell shows. <laughs> <laughs> True. Get the eyes on the page. Um, just to go back for a second, Neil, you mentioned back in you were doing your year 12 state drama, and you said you got bullied for that. Now, we saw on your YouTube, your yeah. earliest YouTube videos were back in 2008. So this would have been while you were in high school. Did, did anyone from your high school ever find these videos and did they ever take the piss out of you? Oh, yeah, bro. Because I was like, so I was shameless with my marketing, man. I told <laughs> everyone to share them. And then someone, I don't know if you guys remember the days of Facebook groups, mm. but uh, one of my good friends made a Facebook group saying, 
Oh, Neil Carl Hacker's new video is hilarious. Lol, JK, they're all shit. <laughs> no. the Facebook group got more likes than my page oh. at the time. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, and then what else? when I was in year 12, a kid who was in year 7 started a Minecraft account. And in a matter of, I'd been doing that YouTube account for years, mm. since about year 9. And in a matter of weeks, this kid had like four times my subscribers and was but what was the most annoying is it's like he would he would be like oh man keep at it you know you'll get to me one day i'm like you make minecraft videos and that wasn't that wasn't strictly bullying but it was definitely like a little mm. subtle like yeah you're doing all right with your comedy sketch very patronizing yeah yeah proud to say that i've uh, overtaken although having said that i haven't looked at his channel lately but i, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think i've overtaken him yeah that kid now mr beast like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fair. So that, they never really stopped you from making videos because the re- only reason I ask is because Ro over here, as we've mentioned on the podcast, famously had a YouTube channel back in the day. Back, I think we were in year eight or year nine. It was DJ mm. Punk, hey, bro. You can, Minecraft? No. <laughs> you, can, you can look it up. DJ uh, Punk, bro. It's still there. worse than Minecraft. It, and he did uh, how many videos? Two. Two videos. And there were magic videos. Literally. Magic tricks revealed. <laughs> Is what it was. Oh, how did it go? How many uh, <laughs> how many subs did you end up? It was it was filled. On, I only did two videos, and it was filmed on my Nokia. I don't know if you remember this Nokia E ninety seven Mini with like maybe like an 0.5 megapixel camera, <laughs> and it was just the worst quality video. With my, it was just terrible production. It got like five hundred views, and four hundred is probably them showing other people. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, when we found out, we. We took the piss out of you so much yeah. that you, you decided that's it. Never again. The magic career is over. <laughs> Damn. No, magic. You got you to gotta stay on board with that, man. Like that, I think, could become the biggest magic channel in the world. The, you See? never know. You could have kept that and you could have been a Neil as well, but the Neil, you are. Yeah, Neil yeah. of magic. <laughs> I think I call him Dynamo. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to make a comeback. Magic. It's the next big thing. There'll be magic specials on Netflix and... You know, you go, you are out there revealing all the tricks. I think that's frowned upon in the magic community. Yeah, I think it is. You'd be. It is what it is. I'm you'd be banning boundaries. every trick you do. You're revealing. You yeah. get shunned soon, right? I love the idea of like a gang of magicians coming up to your house, like, "Hey, bro, what are you?" Like, <laughs> crowbar in hand. What, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> Rabbit in the other hand. <laughs> the crowbar disappears once they do you. <laughs> Instead of like a, you know, in The Godfather, they give like a the head of a horse. Yeah. Uh, there's just like a, there's just a top hat there. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is an omen. The top hat on his front door one day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, enough about my magic career. Yeah. Please, please move along. Well, we mentioned that. Yeah. So like we, we saw you growing up and like, I don't know about you two, but like growing up, I think like Neil, Superwog and like. My Johnny, you guys were like the Avengers for ethnic kids here in Australia. <laughs> like we looked up to you guys so much. So for Neil, like, did you ever feel the weight of expectations of, you know, being the token brown guy and having the expectations of every single brown kid in Australia on your shoulders? Uh, yes and no, man. Like I kind of did feel that way a little bit because when you are just, so, you know, there's not many younger brown guys that are uh, in Australian media or online 
Uh, but at the same time, man, that's a lot of pressure. Like, <laughs> God damn. I mean, every time I'd kind of make fun of or do like a bad Indian joke or do uh, something that didn't necessarily bode well with the with the brown community, I'd feel the ire of many um, <laughs> young brown guys. And eventually I was like, man, fuck, look, you don't need to look up to me, right? Like, I am still a bit of a fuckwit. Okay? Like, I'm not, <laughs> I shouldn't be, like, holding the mantle for all brown guys in Australia, okay? <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, like, yes and no, but, uh, yeah, it was a bit hit and miss there. Like, sometimes I felt like I, I, I was, but then now, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I still obviously am a, a brown guy. I mean, even though I'm now culturally appropriating, like, <laughs> any white girl. Yeah. yeah, white girls more than anything. Um I think it's really important for people to, to, like, it's important to have role models but to also be an individual and not necessarily, it's, it's good to look up to people but not necessarily define your existence or, you know, have a very strong emotional response if that person in the media does make misstep or make do something that, that the community itself may not a, agree with. You know, I don't like being an avatar for the for the brand community in that sense. Sometimes I'll get comments saying like, hey, man, like you swear too much in the videos. This is embarrassing for all us Indians. And I'm like, bro, there's like 1.4 million. Like, am I the one? <laughs> Don't put me up to this tangent. Uh, so, yeah, mixed feelings about that one. Yeah. No, fair enough. That's well said. Um, so, you know, to go back to Weldon Chow just for a second. <laughs> yeah, our favourite character. Our favourite uh, character. We have to. Let's we, all, we all went to New South Wales because of the yeah, Weldon Chow. That's, that's, that's kind of true, though. We were like in year 11 when Weldon Chow, I think, came out, maybe year 10. And we're like, dude, USW seems pretty cool. <laughs> Weldon Chow did free marketing for USW. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I deserve like a little cut of every student because mm. goes to UNSW. Hey? Did you um ever meet any actual Weldon Chows in real life? Like people who like basically were based on your character or cog dogs even? Oh, bro, Weldon Chow was entirely based on these two guys I went to school with. <laughs> and they're aware, like, I, I've told him and he's like, oh, bro, is Weldon Chow based on me? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely based on you. And he's even in one of them. Like, I think in the UNSW one, he's one of those guys like that just there for a second. Oh, so oh, he's in there. It's like when Stan Lee goes into the Marvel, Marvel movies. movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reveal who it was. But yeah, entirely based on on pretty much one guy <laughs> I went to high school with. <laughs> and his name Weldon C. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it was funny you mentioned. That. So I actually looked up on Facebook Weldon Chow, and there is an actual Weldon Chow who lives in California. So Neil, do you owe this guy any royalties, or even just an apology, maybe for mm. tarnishing his name? Damn. Oh well. Oh, poor guy. Man, he <laughs> that, and he's like, "What is this?" Uh, <laughs> No, I think uh, I like to think he actually had a different name prior to seeing the videos mm. and then actually changed his name as a... Um, Homage. He wanted all that clout. He yeah, wanted yeah. that Weldon Chow clout. Exactly. And now it's going to spread in California. And that was the plan all along. California market. <laughs> <laughs> Are you big in California? Um, not yet, but... Uh, if this guy, if Weldon in California, <laughs> uh, spreads the word, I will be soon. So it's all riding on him. So in terms of like Weldon Chow, did you ever consider like uh, like exploring maybe Cog Dog's cousin? So I've I've come up with a few characters for you that maybe you can you can you can steal from me. We give you permission. Mm. Um, so maybe Cog Dog's cousin from Bankstown, Wog Dog, <laughs> could be decent. That's good. I like or maybe that. his 
mate from Stratfield, Strabra, Strabra. Oh, hey, Strabra. Who's often found at the Stratfield Fountain. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Strabra. Strabra, because I'm in, yeah, I've actually moved from Cogra. A lot of people don't like to hear that when I'm in Concord now. So technically the conch, the conch dog, yeah. So <laughs> making some there. He did actually. There was this bizarre backstory for Cog Dog, and then his mortal enemy is like a guy called the Rock Dog. <laughs> what? It's just a guy from Rockdale. <laughs> and, like, the, the, like, on the train line, where, where, like, the, the, the train passes Cogra, and there's just like him and his boys, like, yo, man, this is bullshit, man. Fuck the Cog Dog, man. On St. George. <laughs> but I just never really did any videos there but i was just me and a few of my friends creating a crazy backstory um and i might have to involve that one day i might have to bring the rock dog back i love it i love it hopefully we can be in the rock dog when you bring it back (laughs) we'll be the rocks yeah don't worry about that yeah man like we've got the rock dogs right where are you guys based did you say you're in the hills? Yeah, in the hills. In the hills. hills dog doesn't have the same risk to it. <laughs> when you find our new spirit animal. Well, no, we'll, we'll go We'll go to Hillsong and bring some Bibles around. And we can be, hey, hey. That's the character. Cog dog takes religious turns. Like <laughs> the character <laughs> arc of Cog dog is unreal. <laughs> man, the streets, I'm done with that, man. I saw the Bible verses, bro. <laughs> He's a changed man. <laughs> Alrighty, boys, uh, today we're going to play what is the question of the fan favourite. Um, so if you don't know how it works, I'm going to throw out some answers and the boys are going to give me the questions and the funniest answer will win. Um, so the order will go Neil, Sen, Migs. Uh, but to begin, to start us off, the answer is two litres. What is the question? Uh, I had uh, the amount of rainfall in every Sydney Sider's backyard right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least, at least two liters. At least. Um, I thought the question was, how much ivermectin did I drink when I got COVID? <laughs> 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 and I think the question is, what size milk bottle has my dad taken 20 years and counting to find at the shops? <laughs> You hate to say it. I hope he comes back. <laughs> I've been waiting 20, mate. I'm going to give it to Sen for the ivermectin joke. <laughs> so Sen takes a 1-0 lead. Uh, the answer is 12 snags. What is the question? Uh, what defines a good after party following Mardi Gras? <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. Uh, I think the question is, what do I think of when girls say they want to experiment in the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> Similar one. Sneal there. I have taken, unfortunately, a more literal approach. What would Bunnings have to offer me to have their logo permanently tattooed on my ass? <laughs> Come off it. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Neil for the Mardi Gras joke, to yeah, be honest, because as it is coming up, uh, one all, Migs yet to get on the board. The answer is 80%. What is the question? The cutoff for ethnic parents to still love you. <laughs> <laughs> that's not in my experience. Yeah, no, that's that was 80, 80's low. Yeah, 15% higher. <laughs> quite low. Yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, I think the question is, how much is my portfolio down just this week? It's a harsh reality of the worlds we live in, it to be honest. Is. I um, wish this was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> that, one, that one hurt. <laughs> I believe the question is, how much of the Big Mac is actually horse meat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it to Vigs. That is true. The Big Mac is... Uh, is, is it can't mystery. be like $5 if it's beef, bro. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. They claim it's Wagyu, but 
<laughs> wagyu what? <laughs> I don't think they do claim it's wagyu. I think they do. No, they say like Angus beef, don't they? They still claim beef. <laughs> not beef. That's what the issue is. <laughs> all right, Migs, one all. Here we go. All to play for for the next four rounds. The answer is 200 meters. What is the question? Uh, the distance preventing an all out war between the cog dog and the rock dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love it. <laughs> Sam. Um, I think the question is, how far did the judge order me to stay away from primary schools? No. <laughs> Similar. I believe... I was say no, not that. really. I believe the question is, how far does Kanye legally have to distance from Kim Kardashian? True. That is true. Surely it's more than 200 meters. <laughs> yeah. Trucks, I think it would be more than that. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Neil simply because off the fly, off the back of the conversation... That's true. Yeah, That's fair. We'll you'll have that. to see the creativity. Uh, the answer is 10 cows. What is the question? Uh, the, the dowry my parents would expect. <laughs> <laughs> for you? No, probably not for me. For my sister. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> for me, it's like, look, a, a girl will do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've unfortunately gone down a similar route to uh, Neil there. So my, I think the question is, due to inflationary pressures, what is the current market rate for a bride in India? Mm. 10 cows. That's steep. I have to say 10 cows do that. That's pretty steep. Yeah. What does a cow go for these days? Who knows? I reckon a decent amount. I reckon a couple of thousand. I don't think the supply of cow really matches that right now. Like that would be... Demand's too high. True. Yeah. Very, very true. Migs. I believe the question is what sacrifices had to be made for the double cheeseburger I had for lunch? <laughs> 10 cows. <laughs> it was a big burger, I must say. I'm going to give it to Migs again for the multiple McDonald's joke. He has oh, a running theme. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> are you serious? No, All right. Did you want your inflationary pressure <laughs> answer yeah, to be I paid? thought it was a clever answer. Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, the answer is... It's a bit controversial here. So the answer is Vladimir Putin. Mm, what is the right. question? Carefully, lads. Uh, who's the next emperor of NATO? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the question is, what's the top Google image result when I search cunt? Ooh. Mm. Ooh watch yourself. <laughs> Are we going to get targeted now? You're going to get targeted. You don't speak for me and Ro here. Yeah, I, I actually, you know. Vladdy, actually, da- Vladdy Daddy is... You pro it, are we? <laughs> No, pro, I never said that. Pro-Russia. I feel like the safe option the is to be anti right now. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, in case Vladdy listens to this episode. He's the biggest fan, actually. He gets live stream straight to the Kremlin. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the question is, who just needs a hug and kiss and told everything is okay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dear, I mentioned to see it. Do you guys see like the leader of Ukraine probably needs out more right yeah. now? Speaking of that, did you guys see like the? I told you guys this last night, but the actress who like wrote a poem to Vladimir Putin saying, "Oh, you know, <laughs> if I was your mother, I would have I would have loved you and hugged you when you were a child." <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> and all the comments like, "Oh, well done, you've stopped the war." Like you're so brave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that, now that Western society is, is like the, an actual war is on, on the brink of our doorstep, mm. social media activism, we we got we to realise that shit does not work. Yeah. Okay? Like they, hashtag stop Vladimir. Like that's not going to work, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think Vladimir is looking at that and like, oh, this is good poem. I guess I will put down the gun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not how it works. Uh, but I haven't seen any Instagram stories. You know how like, shit you should know or care about you know that page they often mm. put out like infographics i haven't seen any of that no, they're coming out today today i've seen like 15 tr- in a row they're getting churned through canva yesterday <laughs> <laughs> now they're on the instagram stories today uh, oh, i actually forgot everyone's answers 
<laughs> so I'm gonna give it a draw. Uh, Lovely. <laughs> and finally, the answer is seven months. What is the question? How long till World War Three begins? Oh, uh, I would. I'll give it seven weeks. Seven maybe. weeks. Maybe seven minutes. Days, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as we're not on the you know front line, I'm good. No, dude. We're the pride. Like we're getting conscripted. I'm talking about uh, the real World War Three. We're talking Cogra versus Rockdale. Like that's where. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the true power players. <laughs> Seven months, Cog Dog's over his Bible. All right, he's back into it. He's back in the game. <laughs> he's ready. He's ready. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Uh, Sandy, go so on. I think the question is, how long was I in a relationship with the Tinder Swindler for? Seven months. <laughs> how many monies do you give the Tinder Swindler? I'm in $300,000 of debt, dude. <laughs> Can I just say those women, look, I don't want to victim blame, oh, but yeah. far out. Jeez, how do you fall for that? How do you keep taking out love, loan after loan? It's no, love, dude. That's not that's not love. Have you seen it, Neil? Have you seen Tinder Swindler? Oh, I haven't. I've heard some good things though. So give me the rundown of like, is, is this just a guy who's catfished multiple women and, and swindled them for lots of money? Is that essentially the? He's like he was essentially doing like a Ponzi scheme and just like taking money from one wo- woman to spend on another, and then taking the other woman's money to spend on the first woman, and then essentially, apparently, I think he took like ten million dollars across mm. like so many different women over like. Five or six years. Wow. But the thing is, like, so like every time he would be like, oh, yeah, like my credit card's not working. Can you send me a loan of $30,000? <laughs> transfer me 30 grand. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they did it. And they did it. Every single one of them Damn. did. They were all in like hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. And to I'm, be fair, the first date is he's flying one private, private jets, jets across yeah. Europe. Like, to be fair, yeah. You got, you, at that point, you're backing him that he has 30 grand to give you next week. Man, this is actually like, uh, okay, forget the ethics of it. This is like a really clever entrepreneur. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a lot of money. <laughs> Damn. Very well done. And he, well, he went to jail and came back, and he now went he's to jail for like four months, and he's out free. And yeah. he's got like a he's got like a Hollywood agent now. He wants to be in TV shows and movies. <laughs> See, this guy's a crook. I love but it. Doesn't he have like some online get rich quick scheme? Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got like a business course now that he's selling. So like you can learn how to like do what he does, and he's charged like three hundred dollars for like three or four lessons or something. And like that money, he's gonna he's gonna use to uh, pay for another. Tinder matches, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly like he's prolific. He's self-sustaining. I have to say, it's quite <laughs> impressive. But also, he's a Tinder goat. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So wait. So he actually. So he'd ask the first girl for. So isn't there that story of someone who started off with a red paperclip and continually traded <laughs> up <laughs> to the house, point where they ended up yeah. with a cut? So this guy like started off like, hey, can I borrow fifty bucks? When most women will be like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, mm. oh, you seem like a nice guy. I'll transfer you fifty bucks. And then with that fifty bucks, he paid off someone that he had borrowed less from and then he just continually like went up and up and up. Is that actually his bit? Pretty much. The year on year growth of his plan. Well, I've got to admit, it's a good business model. That's a great business model, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> lessons, there are lessons to be learned and implemented in modern To be business. fair, like he didn't have to spend a single cent of his own money. Yeah. And he was just living off everyone else's money. Living a luxurious lifestyle is crazy. It's actually quite good. You should check it out. Definitely worth a watch. Yeah, for sure. And I love that like a girl, you, you could say one word and then they'll be like, nah, that's a red flag ghosting you forever. But, mm. oh, can I borrow $30,000? Oh, that's that's... Perfectly normal. Yeah, he seems safe. Crystal's told him to. (laughs) 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 Uh, I love it. Well, Neil gets that point. And I think with that, Manny and Neil tie, dare I I suggest, Yeah, with two or three. 
But we'll check that in the recording. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see how that goes. We don't <laughs> actually keep count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not the point. It's not we're all winners. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. right. But um, with that, we'll uh, we'll move on to the outro. Alrighty, that brings us to the end of a very special episode. Thanks again, Neil, for coming on. Um, if they didn't catch it in the interview, where can the people find you? Go to neildan.com, N-E-E-L-D-A-N.com for shows across the East Coast and go to uh, youtube.com slash K for my YouTube channel and and Neil Kolhatka for my Instagram. And those are the main ones. Too easy. And we'll have all those links in our bio so you can check them anyways um whilst you're there you can check out all our stuff youtube spotify apple Podcasts, all that good stuff um and with that we will see all of you next week